As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hard to believe we marked our 500th episode. You have $500? 500 years? We're only 500 feet. 500 R-chips, sir. 500. 500. 500. 500. 500. Look at it in all of its glory. 500 episodes. How does it feel? Hogue and Johns. Hogue Hogue and Johns. I think we got to come out hard and stay hard. It could have been an option. I don't know that it can be super critical. I think, you know, when you're out there playing quarterback, it looks a little different than when you're up in a press box. have a lot of dogs. No. The big negative is that we lost. You know, early on, we got behind the sticks. Growth of this offense needs to be better, but that's on us. You know, we we, we made this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We got a dead man walking here. Obsession. Five hundred. That's a pretty big number. I mean, to do anything five hundred times takes dedication and skill. And these boys. They got both. I don't know how else to sum that up now. This offense is, be- is not good. And that was the start of it. Like a bubble was popped and popped, popped, popped. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Ho. You know, I think Adam's had a good season. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. I guess I am a communist. Nope. For the 500th time, it's the Adams, Hogan Johns. And uh, Carlos Santos. Ah, welcome Hi. in. Number 500. I am never going to get away from that communist soundbite, am I? <laughs> I don't even remember where that, like, the context of why you said that. No idea. No but idea. Communism yeah. apparently came up in a conversation some time ago. <laughs> I, I guess so. Welcome in, Hogan Johns, with you. And this is episode 500 of the podcast. Ernie Scatton. Thanks so much, buddy, for the open. We had not heard that yet. Uh, we knew he was cooking something up special for our 500th episode, and uh, we we greatly appreciate that. Always, I mean, he's been, those have been a huge part of this thing from the very beginning. Ernie's been uh, a big part of the podcast, and especially the post game ones. Yeah, and he still handles those for us every week. Those post game ones, they come in because it's uh, it's Ernie's opportunity to get his own. Bears thoughts in there. It's therapeutic <laughs> for our and good you friend can, Ernie. You can usually get a, a sense of how he's feeling when you hear those post game opens. They set the tone, man. 
they set the tone for the podcast, the the theme, the mood. Ernie's the best. Absolute best. Well, um, we're, we are going to spend a lot of this episode kind of reminiscing. We'll probably sneak some Bears talk in here a little bit. But, uh, you know, I got to be honest. I didn't even know. This is why we have producers and great people that support this thing. Because I didn't even know this was 500 coming up until Kent Garrison, who's been producing for us since we moved over to The Athletic, um, which was, what, a year and a half ago at this point, basically? A little bit over a year and a half uh, Kent's been taking over, and this podcast has just exploded and gone on to to new heights ever since we made the move over to the Athletic. It's been awesome. We appreciate the support from them, which is why you should be subscribed. Theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. If you're not already, go get there. Uh, and always they always have a sweet deal to sign up, so check it out. And you should be subscribed. You can listen to this podcast ad-free if you'd like. And for those of you who listen to the ads, we appreciate that too because we have been able to get more and more to support this thing over the years. And um, we we thank all of our sponsors that have jumped on, especially in the last year and a half since we moved over to The Athletic. And Kent's been great. He told us this is 500 and we're like, man, this happens to fall on a Tuesday after a mini buy. The Bears don't have anything going on today. This is actually perfect timing. Yeah, that's my first thought. How perfect is that? Think about if this fell on last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we would have had to... Wacky we Tuesday? Been, wacky Tuesday. We would have been celebrating episode 502 then, is what yeah. we... Because <laughs> there, there's no way that, that uh, wacky we would have been able to Wacky Tuesday for its own uh, emergency-like podcast. We've done a few of those over the years as well. But yes... That was my first thought. What great timing. How lucky we are that it wasn't Wacky Tuesday as opposed to this calm, very calm and, and kind of nice day in Chicago Tuesday. It, it also is, uh, it, it's, it's nice to kind of just have a nice, easy, fun podcast. Today. Last week was so stressful for so many different reasons. It's a short week. You had to travel. You have all the drama. Nonstop phone calls, texts. Everybody's you angry, and it's the week of Thanksgiving. That's but what I you, you couldn't unplug at all. No. And um, I have to say, I don't know about you, Johns. I had an amazing weekend for the first time in pro- probably since July. Was at home for both Saturday and Sunday, like in my house with just my wife and two kids, <laughs> setting up Christmas decorations, not thinking about the bears and uh, and work. And now we get to have a fun episode today. So I'm in a much, I'm not going to lie, I'm in a much better mental state than I was probably Friday when I finally shut my computer off. Absolutely. I I watched football all day Sunday, go figure, Um, but my my belly was full. I think I fell asleep twice during the games, and it just felt relaxing, rejuvenating. Here we are at number 500. So, um... A lot of you listeners, and we appreciate you. We've, I, we, I know we have a lot of new ones in the past like year or so. The since guys we on YouTube, everyone yeah, who the, watches the, us on YouTube, the YouTube crowd, and and the we, the I don't want to say weird. The interesting thing about YouTube is um, it's kind of the way it works. I think we get new people every episode, kind of, and then maybe they don't even stick around. We hope you do. Please do stick around. Please subscribe. You can find if you are watching on YouTube, like this is a podcast. You can subscribe on. Apple and Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, Hogan Johns, hit that subscribe button, but uh, and certainly subscribe on YouTube. But so I think we have a lot of 
people that don't necessarily even know the history of this thing. But uh, we've been around. This is our seventh season of the podcast. Um, it started when I was working at WGN Radio. You were working at the Chicago Sun-Times. And we both switched outlets since then. Um, but it started in 2015, which is why one of our t-shirts, which you can get on obviousshirts.com, um, is collaborating since 2015. Of course, that's been the the Bears motto of it's collaboration. The, the buzzword, yes. But that's what we do, too, here on the podcast. We've been collaborating since 2015, so it's perfect. And um, so... You want me, let me let me tell you how it played out for me because sure, you were the one walking around Olivet Nazarene University. This this guy had like the old school recorder, this big black box thing. He'd carry around a microphone. He'd be, he'd be asking other media members, "Hey, you want okay, to come I wasn't, on my podcast?" I wasn't quite less Grobstein, but <laughs> I was going for that. It was, was a bulky for- recorder, but it wasn't like a tape recorder. It was, yeah, yeah it was digital. Yeah. It was digital, but you would walk around. Asking fellow media members to, to join your podcast. You called it intentional grounding at that point. Why intentional yep. grounding? I don't think you ever no explained I, yourself on that. But I just that's I how just it picked started. the football yeah. term. Yeah. 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 Little did we know we were all auditioning for the 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 future of uh Bears Podcast in Chicago. I feel like John Moon Mullen did a bunch of those with you. Yeah, Moon did a few. I want to say Finley did a few. Kevin may have done a few. I think Jared Payton did a few. Um, I don't even think I knew that I was auditioning you guys. It, to be honest, like this wasn't even something that WGN asked me to do. I just, I, I, um, you know, here's the thing about podcasts. They actually go back quite a ways. Like, they go back to when um, Apple first had uh, the iPod. Like, that yep. was... That was one of the things on like the old the old iPod screen that wasn't even like an LED screen. It was just like you'd scroll through and like there was one folder for music and then one for podcasts. And you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do with the pod? Like, what is a podcast? Um, which is one of the great things that's been one of our opens throughout the years. Which was, uh, it's like radio, but it's not on the radio. That old soundbite we had in all the opens back in the day um, from Ernie and. Uh, Anyway, so I'd like known about podcasts for a while and was kind of like realizing, all right, these things are starting to become a thing. And there wasn't a Bears podcast at the time. Nobody on the beat was doing it. Um, and I was kind of like, I just, this is something. Oh, and let's full, you know, transparency. Uh, in 2014, which is a whole nother crazy year, like I joined, the reason why I left the score to go to WGN was because of 87-7 the game and the radio station disappeared. the game. So I go into 2015 and, you know, thankful to WGN Radio that they kept me around there. Um, But there was all of a sudden not a sports radio station to talk about the team on a daily basis. It was just WGN. And so I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to start a podcast so that we have more Bears content. And it's something I kind of did on my own. And in training camp, I was like quickly realizing uh, as we did these like short 20, 25 minute episodes, like I can't just sit there and talk for 20 minutes. I yeah. need somebody else to to talk to. And, you know, it very quickly became obvious that uh, I needed to ask you to just do it permanently with me. You would do them almost everywhere, right? That's when we were working in the library on campus mm-hmm. down in Bourbonnais. Man, the logistics of this job have changed so much. But oh yeah, l- let's flash forward to 
then we were doing the podcast in your basement. We happened to live close to each other, and then we would actually did we actually have a couple beers and start recording the podcast in your basement. I don't know if we were really drinking beers. I feel like we were still doing them in the morning <laughs> before we'd go to house. No, I I, I kind of remember going to your house at night. Oh, maybe. maybe yeah. I mean, we may have done that a few times. You know, Tuesdays used to always be an off day before Matt Nagy got here. Um, so we did, we would do them, I want to say even at the start, actually, I know this is true. We only did them on Tuesdays that first season, whatever the off day was, because you live down the street, you'd come down and we'd just record them in the basement. Um, and our original producer, Mike Jacobson, was the one from WGN Radio who was doing that. And, um, you know, this is really sad, but but Mike's no longer with us. He he passed away uh, earlier this year, which which was, which was really sad news. Um, and we love Mike so much. He was uh, the, the, the original deep voice guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, Booming uh, and he would, deep voice, billowing. Yeah. And he would chime in. I mean, I know our original listeners know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, he would chime in. He'd talk to us, and and uh, we we loved that. Um, because yeah, I know I was looking at some of the old episodes I still have saved, and like episode twenty four or twenty five was at the combine in sixteen already. So it's like we didn't do a ton of episodes that first year. I think we were just doing them weekly, once a week. Yeah, and then you would uh, have and- a list of things to to run down. Remember that. Only our oh, long-time had- listeners w- would know this, but you had like a whole, like list doesn't do it justice, but like you had things we hit on, like I like do homework going into these podcasts. Not that I'll do it now, everybody. <laughs> we uh we still technically have a rundown. We just barely use it. <laughs> oh, that's changed. This long list has become three big questions and a bold prediction. Well, look, I, you know. It evolves. Both- when when you when we first started this thing, like I was working in radio, but you were just a newspaper guy. I was a like newspaper you, guy. Like to your credit, you have gotten incredibly better at this. Like like you just have over the years. So like we're able to talk you know, more freely. We don't need we don't need me to be like sitting there with a list and like asking you questions like we probably were in those original <laughs> episodes. Like <Yeah>. I <laughs> I'm like kind of afraid to even go back and listen to those. Yeah. It's like looking at because your we're both like I, I probably I probably suck too. Um, not I I think I just indirectly said you sucked, which I did it's not okay. mean to say. We've gotten better. That's not what I meant. That We've was not better. what I meant. Um, I know what you're saying, and I'll take it as a compliment. Thank, thank you. That's what I'm trying now. to do. I'm doing it. I'm doing it very poorly. Um, nice probably backhanded how compliment. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Wow. Um. So I don't know where I was and all that, but um, we did it. We yeah, we had them in the the old Park Ridge basement. That was a dingy basement, man. The house was built like in there the, was so like much 42. Wisconsin memorabilia in that basement, and there was like a random um, used to have in your office when you moved. What was the? It was what, what were the three bears? It was like who was it on your uh, your, your? Oh, bear. I still had that in my office last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it was two Hall of Famers and David Terrell. I'm, I'm, yes. I, don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm blanking on the Hall of Famers, but I just remember David Terrell. Uh, Dan Hampton's on there. Brian Erlacher. I want to say no. I want to say um, Butt Kiss, maybe. Yeah, and David. Maybe Terrell. it's Erlacher. <laughs> David no, I think Terrell. it's. 
Where is that? I still have it somewhere. Not in here, though. Yeah, the David Terrell was in the middle of it. I don't. <laughs> that, but by the way, that wasn't something. That was like something you, I I was given, like at a yeah some event. It's not. But and, and so trust me, when they handed it to me right away, I was like, wait a minute, what's going? On? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who made this? <laughs> Oh, but but that Hulk well. basement of Park Ridge had what was full of red and white. A lot yeah, of it was W's. It's pretty decked out. Um, that was a good basement. It's better Cozy. than my basement now because it's not even finished. But uh, yeah. So um, then we started doing these post game episodes, which was a big uh, big step forward for the podcast. Because we went to two episodes a week, had kind of instant reaction to the game, um, and they're they are a time crunch. They're hard to do in the chaos of the game. Uh, we've had multiple different ways of doing them throughout the years, and it's been even more challenging this year now that we've added video to the whole deal and YouTube. But um, you know, the podcast episodes, I think we once asked, we did a survey with our listeners once and we asked them like what the favorite episodes were. And I was surprised at how split it was. Um, but I know a lot of people really like the, the post game episodes cause they want that instant raw reaction to the games. Yeah. Yeah. That changed their whole schedule. Remember that? Like how condensed it would be. Our, our days got a little bit longer, but I felt even from like a, from a writing standpoint, being that former newspaper guy, actually talking through things and actually feeling how I felt about things enhanced the the columns that I wrote, the reporting that I did. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to say therapeutic was the right word, but talking it through with you, I think made me a better writer just in terms of what I needed to get out there because I was saying things that, was, that at one point were different than I was writing. So that was good. No, you're right. I think... Uh like there's the therapeutic side that, and I, I and I agree with you. Like the hashing out of the thoughts and kind of organizing them in your brain uh, definitely helped. I want to give a shout out to Cam, one of our listeners, uh, who tweeted at us yesterday. He said, "I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan. I have zero ties to Chicago sports or the Bears, but this is my favorite sports podcast out there. Congrats on 500 episodes. I'm looking forward to listening to the next 500." Okay, first of all, what a perfect week then to have episode 500 since the Bears play the Cardinals. Um, that's just kind of random and interesting. Uh, I'm also, it's also random and interesting that you listen to this podcast and how you found it, but that's, um, we appreciate it. Would, it would be kind of fun yeah. to just kind of like, uh, like jump in on a, what if you just parachuted in on like a Philadelphia Eagles podcast? And you just like the two hosts, and you're like, this is great. I don't care about the Eagles, but, you know, it's fun listening to their pain every week. Because I'm oh. sure, like, that must be Cam's enjoyment. Well, well then, I, yeah, I would suggest you seek therapy because you have something off with you, Cam. But thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of all the games you heard us digest and get through from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, we started this podcast during the John Fox era. I know. Which we have a lot of good stories coming up here about. Yes, that. yes. So, like, just... One quick early thank you to our listeners. Like, you did not have to listen to us talk about the John Fox era because that was some ugly football. The head coach didn't give us much to work with. Um, difficult times for the organization, especially the first couple of years. But so thank you, Cam and others, for, <laughs> for 
experiencing this podcast with us as, as we grew during those years. Yeah, because, I mean, those special those first two years with Fox before they drafted Trubisky, like, had to have been the deadest years of the time that we've covered the team. You know, because before that, you had the end of the Lovey era, you had a new GM come in, you had the craziness with Mark Tressman, Tressman. and then they just get to Fox, and things just got really kind of stale and bland for a couple of years. Yeah, like everything uh, that we said about training camp, like, ended. Like, by yeah. the second year, we we got booted off campus. Yes. Yeah, so all those training camp stories kind of went out the window. So anyway, but you know, and that was the next thing I was going to bring up. Our listeners became a huge part of this with the voicemails. Um, and I, I, I want to say we started those relatively early, like probably by year two in 2016, I'm thinking. And we've had so many like callers that have become a huge part of this, obviously Bob yeah. Dabrowski, but, um, you know, we've, we have listeners calling in from England and Ohio and, um, uh, New York, I mean, the same guys calling in and. They're, they're always so entertaining. So we had to do a special 500 episode of voicemail segment uh, with our listeners involved. I believe, again, we we always try not to listen to these, but we like to play them as we're recording so we can kind of react to them live. I've not heard these. Uh, Kent put them together. I hear there's some special guests. So uh, here are your 500th episode, Hogan Johns, your voicemails. You got to scratch retina. Oh, my God. Yeah. I guess that's why you were so preoccupied with that, why you couldn't uh, sing Happy Birthday. Ben, I never sing Happy Birthday. It just makes me feel a little uncomfortable. I'm a little self-conscious singing it. Yeah. Happy Birthday to you, you know, Happy Birthday. Stupid, it is, stupid it's song. It's a stupid song. Right. And also, thanks for no gift, too. I seem to recall somebody inviting me to a birthday party and saying, no gifts? Come on, Larry. Everybody knows that's bullshit. Bullshit? Yeah. How's that bullshit? It's bullshit. You say no gifts, you bring a gift. Well, why'd you, why'd you even say it? Hoggy Cat, John Zitzbeb, it's uh, Bob Dabrowski calling in. I've just uh, woken up from my coma after eating about 12 pounds of turkey skin on a glorious Thanksgiving that saw the Bears get a W over probably the second best team in the whole NFC North, if not the league, in the Detroit Lions. And it's just a testament to the Chicago Bears that they could get that win. Now, uh, a lot of people were thinking that that might have been Coach Nagy's last game to coach the Bears. As we can see, that has not happened. But the writing is a bit on the wall, and it's probably looking like the end for Coach. Uh, so we got to talk possible replacements. Now, naturally, I'm sure the national media and people are going to say, well, why don't the Bears just hire Coach Ditka back? Because that seems like an easy solution. Hire the best coach in the history of the game to lead the best franchise in the history of the game. Bada bing, bada boom. I don't know about that one, though, boys. As much as I'd like to say yes, it seems like it could be a risky move, though. Bringing the coach out of, uh, you know, whatever he's doing in retirement or Connecticut or, you know, heaven, wherever he is these days. Uh, I think that a better idea would be to bring back another tight end. That's right. The Grizzly Giant, Adam Shaheen, have him coach the Bears. It worked once before. Who's to say it couldn't work again? Nobody. That should work, right? No. Anyway, boys, uh, little birdie told me it's uh, your 500th episode here today, uh, whatever day it is, Tuesday, Monday. You know, uh, congratulations on that one, boys. I knew from the very beginning when I first heard you that uh, 500 episodes was, was in the cards for you. And I bet that there's going to be another 500, probably that would be 1,000. 
and at least maybe another thousand after that, maybe three thousand. Who knows? But anyway, boys, um, been a great run. Looking forward to it continuing. Uh, hopefully, we get some live shows back uh, in the near future, or maybe uh, you know next next off season, whenever I don't know. But uh, yeah, I love when we do the live shows. The live shows are a great time. Get to mingle with the other Bears fans and kind of just bear it out, you know, like just slug some bears, drink some sausages. And, uh, you know, it's great stuff. Great stuff in there. All right. God bless, boys. Go Bears. Bear down. Get a W this week. Arizona coming to the big house. That's right. Chicago Soldiers Field. Let's go. Bear down. Chicago Bears. Ah, shoot. I was trying to call Bob Dabrowski. What's good, boys? Uh, Joe Romano calling. And I am not trying to find out what happened in training camp. No, Johns, you don't have to worry about that. I'm also not calling about the mud hole Michigan stomped in Wisconsin and Ohio State on their way to a Big Ten championship game. I'm calling to congratulate you guys on 500 episodes. What a huge number. I'm so honored to have played a small, minor role in um, helping you guys along the way. Um, I've said it before. Say it again. I was a fan before. I started working with you guys, and I continue to be a fan now. That's great work. Looking forward to hearing this episode. Bear down, baby. Hey, it's Dion from Chicago. 16 points against the winless Lions, and we're supposed to be excited about this? Get out of my face with your ish. I cannot believe this team continues to be so bad, and yet here you guys are winning. 500 episodes. It's incredible, you guys. I am an OG podcast fan. I think I've listened to almost all of them, which I'm very proud of that weird little flex. But what's amazing about the entire thing is that from episode one to episode 500, though the names have changed, the conversation around an underachieving Bears team has remained the same. I mean, think about all that's happened during that time. You both have changed jobs. You both have had children. Uh, You're selling merch now. I mean, it's unbelievable what all has happened during that time, and yet nothing has changed around the Bears. That is a lot of talking, and I am totally here for it. (laughs) Congratulations, you guys. I am so proud of you. 500 episodes in. Cheers to 500 more. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm cheering for you guys all along the way. So congratulations. I hope you're celebrating today. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's your buddy, Mark Silverman, Sylvie from ESPN 1000's Waddle and Sylvie Show. I am calling up to congratulate you guys on the big 500 500 fucking shows about the same topic, about why the Bears suck and why they need to change leadership. But wait a minute. Johns wasn't aboard that last year, and we had to fight on Twitter and then fight on the podcast about it. Uh, That being said, you guys are awesome. Uh, Love you both. Love being a guest. Love listening and much respect with the way you guys do business. So congratulations, and here's to 5,000 more. Have a great anniversary. Do you guys buy anything for each other for this? Hogan Johns, it's Carm. Congratulations on number 500. And quite frankly, calling myself out here, I did not become a religious Hogan Johns listener until recently. But my life has changed, and I thank you both for it. I also believe I'm the only one who has been allowed to host with you on the radio. Shout out to our guy, Todd Manley, one of my favorite people, but not sure why I ever hosted the radio version of Hogan Johns. That was a mistake. You two should have been left alone and calm. I probably ruined that show, so I apologize. But congratulations. 
You guys are awesome. You're, uh, you're great people. You're great footballers. And, uh, yeah, here's to the next 500. Keep it rolling. And, uh, yes, I, I also love both of you on Twitter. Talk to you soon. Hey, guys. This is David Kaplan. The Hogan Johns podcast is required listening. That's how we filter through some of the nonsensical reports. People that, which I would never do, overreact or get emotional about how the Bears played or didn't play. Hogan John keeps me in the know and keeps me even keeled. You guys are simply the greatest. And unlike one guy on the beat, you haven't blocked me on Twitter. Take that. Love you. Hey, Hogan Johns, this is Jackson from Cleveland. I've been a Bears fan my entire life, but I stumbled upon your podcast during the 2020 season, and man, was was a roller coaster year that was to join. But it's just been a great, great time just listening to you guys and getting some cathartic experiences out through the week, whether it's through the voicemails or just listening to you guys talk Bears just been a joy and i've been looking forward to your guys's podcast throughout the week just to learn more about the bears and just be able to have different angles that i might not always see during the week congratulations on 500 episodes you guys deserve it i'm really excited for the next 500 especially as what seems to be brighter days are ahead but who knows it's the bears again congratulations on 500 episodes and bear down I still remember when we started off the podcast with Hurt by Johnny Cash after the infamously bad press conference. That was awesome. Hey, boys, Bob the Prowski calling in again. Now, you didn't think that you were just going to get one message from me this week for number 500 episodes, did you? Heck no, fellas. I just want to call in and let you know my two favorite uh, Hogan Johns moments. They both occurred at the uh, live show at the beautiful WGN um, recording studio, whatever that was back when Hogan Cat was there. Great times. Uh, first one was when Hoagie Cat disclosed to all of us that he is afraid of hotel buildings. When I was talking about the view of all the buildings, and Hoagie Cat was like, oh, hey, be careful, that's a hotel. I was like, yeah, it's still a building. And then the other time, uh, later on in the show, when my buddy Pete, uh, he, he kind of broke poor old Ernie there. Um, when he asked him, you know, would you, would you have to give up one of them? Would you give up the 85 Bears or Michael Jordan? And I... That one hurt Ernie. That took him for a, for a loop. But it was a good time. Great show. That one was another live show. Love the live shows. Anyway, keep at it, boys, and I'll talk to you soon. Go Bears. Oh, that was awesome. I, I rem- That did break Ernie. He was... He was sitting there with a microphone, and he was he was, he did not know what to do there. I think the question was, who would you rather give up? The 90s Bulls... Or the mm-hmm. 85 Bears? I don't think there's a right answer to that ever. Well, there is for me. I was uh, born th- three months after the Super Bowl, so I will take the 90s Bulls. I did not experience the 85 Bears. Yeah. I mean, for Ernie, though, I, that's got to be pretty hard because he did for a experience. lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, uh, unbelievable. Thank you so much for everybody who called in. So many amazing comments. Uh, Joe Romano is the absolute best. Um, and he was a part of this podcast for a really long time. Dion Miller has been legitimately one of our longest listeners and one of our longtime guests. We should honestly get her back on the show uh, here soon. 
Sylvie, Mark Carmen. So Mark, what Mark Carmen was talking about, uh, and he's still at WGN Radio. Carmen was talking about the time. So the Friday before the Bears Eagles playoff game, we did a three hour show on WGN Radio, like a playoff game preview. Um, they finally put us on the radio together, and he he was he was joking about how. Um, Todd Manley called Carm to come in and steer the ship because you can't put us in charge of the radio station. No, no way. No, no. And Carm did not think it was a good move. I, you know, Carm, we may have, for, yeah. I mean, if, if the two of us had broken WGN radio, that's just something I could not bear. So no. it was probably good. Carm Car- was there. Carm, Carm and I did uh, a few episodes without you. He had basically called me on the phone. I remember doing it in Detroit. Maybe it was Minneapolis one year, but uh, oh, that was probably when James made. had his heart surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we did podcast together, and uh, always fun. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit different doing podcasts with Carm than with you, but always fun. Uh, Cap taking shots, love it. Take that. So take that and think about that for a little bit. Um, and I agree that the uh, the hurt by Johnny Cash, I, I when that came out because I didn't know that was coming, and when Kent, so that was all Kent, man, Kent Garrison, our awesome producer, that was all him, and when he put that together, and that was the like that, I think of any episode we've ever done, that one. Like you could just listen to the open, and that could have been the podcast. That was it. And it was like it's like it was just perfect. That was right after the now infamous uh, George McCaskey Ted Phillips Zoom press conference uh, at the end of last season, so in January. And uh, I don't know. Are we in store for another one of those coming up here? No, this could be worse. It could be worse. We got to keep that one. So. So Kent, that needs to be kept in the holster for for future. I, I mean, it could be brought back, but it needs to be to maintain the uh, impact of it. We it just needs to be for the right moments. But definitely, we should bring that back because it was it was great. Um, thank you for everybody who called in. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, listeners are the best. Having this voicemail segment is just a great way to get your thoughts, especially the way they pour in raw in the middle of the game i always wonder if people leave a message and then like five minutes later they regret it no one of my favorite ones was recorded last week during wacky tuesday and we haven't even played it yet we we barely played it about kindleville door and the cornerbacks oh yeah i I gotta find that again i don't think i saved it um one of of my favorites they get better and better like and kudos to, to Kent um, because there, there's hundreds to go through. So thank you for all those who, who call in. Especially after the Packer games. Oh, well, those start and they, early. Those and start they early. pile in, right? Um, I'm going to find that cornerback one you're talking about. Cause I love that one. <laughs> I, I love that one. Well, it was in the voicemail segment. We did put it in the podcast. Yes, it was but that specific. Voice, yeah. yeah, that specific part we did pull separate. Culture, history, spaghetti. These are the things of a boot country called Italia. Hello, I'm Joe Pomano of Romano Tours. 
For two generations, my family has provided high-quality tours of Italy to people from all over the world, but mostly Long Island and Jersey. Anytime Joe Romano's on the podcast, we obviously have to play that. I'll never forget that episode of SNL when Adam Sandler was on, and they did a whole skit on Joe Romano, and I was losing my mind. I like wanted to do a podcast right there. I was like, we got to get Joe... It, it could not because that was back when Joe was uh, still producing. We should, probably should have mentioned that for any of our real new listeners. Joe was our producer the last couple three years at WGN before, when we were still at WGN, um, and he's still a great producer there. Um, but and then he's really good at picking games too. So he was part of our pick segments every week. And uh, big Michigan fan, job. so he is very happy at the moment. <laughs> that was the drop from the pod, uh, the voicemails last week. <laughs> Please, somebody really angry with Kendall Vildor. <laughs> hit that again. Put it in corner. <laughs> I love it. You, I, 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 you really love that one. The first time I heard, I just the energy, the energy is it's just is fantastic because well, you know what, the Bears did put another corner in Artie Burns eventually. Um, there's your football conversation for this week. He was better than Kilindel Vildor, albeit against Jared Goff and the Lions. Bears win. Happy Thanksgiving. But that's the thing. Like, our listeners know when it's like, all right, enough is enough. And when you got a guy losing his mind like that, it's probably time to get another effing corner. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the stats, I would say it was like three weeks ago or four. True. Um, all right. Well, speaking of us mindlessly going through rundowns, we should probably keep this show moving. Kevin Fishbane, we have to have Kevin on today, and uh, he'll be coming in here pretty soon. Uh, we can probably pull him in at any point if we want to do that, Kent. But uh, we had some some old uh, memories that we wanted to go through as well. Um, there's Kevin. Welcome in, Kevin Fishbane. Honored to be here, as I always am. I was going to say, that's every episode. Every single episode. With the same enthusiasm. I mean, that's what's great about you. (laughs) Honored to be here. You want to hear a story? Thanks for having me. Better be. I want to hear a story. (laughs) Did you guys talk about intentional grounding? Yes, a little bit. We uh, mentioned it in passing, yes, that that was the original name. Because in... September of 2015, there were zero podcasts on the Bears beat. And I decided to start one at my old shop called the Chicago Football Podcast. And Hogue, you were actually on the first episode of that podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was you uh, and Kyle Long. And uh, I believe Intentional Grounding launched the next week. So what I'm trying to whoa, say, whoa, whoa, we got a controversy here. Whoa, is I'm the reason for all of this. Holy moly! Yeah, so you're welcome. I mean, Kev, we need to go. Back. We're gonna. You just we're gonna have to go back and record like the first ten minutes of this podcast where we bragged about being the first. You might have been the first. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, <laughs> maybe you, you launched right, like they? maybe we both launched the same week. Because it would have been. I like, do remember. I do remember though that it was both. They were both in 2015. Yeah, somewhat different sized audiences for the the two podcasts. Uh, but 
Uh, mine was a lot funnier. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> I mean, God, I gotta, I'm, say, I'm though, kidding. You, I'm if kidding. you had Kyle Long on your first episode, it was definitely better than our first episode. Yeah Kyle, yeah. Kyle Long and I talked about whether or not he could strike out Kyle Schwarber. Can he? I think he said he could. Something I feel like I would want to see. So, I mean, Kyle anyways, Schwarber strikes out against a lot of guys. I think we can future, agree. Future White Sox DH, Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> that six, yeah, six plus years ago, there was some collaboration without really realizing it that led, you know, helped lead to this point. So I'm happy to be a small part of um, the uh, of, of this this podcast empire. Well, look, you're a big part of it. Competition makes you better. Yeah, we, you know, we. That's um, true. I, I did kind of have to. You, you were forced to elevate your game in those couple of years trying to compete with the Chicago Football Podcast. Well, and if you can't beat them, join them. So now you're here and with us. Here we go. You know? Yes. I'm, I'm saying we couldn't beat you, obviously. So now we're like, yep, just bring Kevin in. Mm-hmm. Worked out. Worked out for everyone. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Kev, I know you're just jumping in here. We've been playing a bunch of uh, sound, old clips. Uh, we just had a great voicemail segment. Um, but we need to get to John Fox, okay? Because John Fox, um, I mean, we we owe a debt of gratitude to John Fox, if we're being honest. I still have an entire section of the soundboard for John Fox. Um, one of our very first segments, may have even done this back in 2015, I'd have to go back and listen, uh, was a segment called What Does the Fox Say? <laughs> and every week it was unbelievable how we would get one sound clip and I'd be sitting there in the press room and the second like something specific would come out of John's mouth, I'd be like, I'd probably be smiling like, or like doing a little fist bump. Like, yes, yes, yes. we got something. Um, and then it was very sad. The uh, you know when the Bears fired John Fox, it was a sad moment for this podcast. It was hard to get over um, because we had to retire the segment. We you know there was there wasn't enough to keep going. We had to you know Fox was gone, um, and we did a montage back then when Fox left. It was kind of like a going away of uh, some of the best of, and we thought that this was a good opportunity to bring it back. So uh, here it is, the what does the Fox say farewell when they uh, moved on from the former Bears head coach. Dog goes woof, cat goes meow, bird goes tweet, and mouse goes squeak. Cow goes moo, frog goes crow. And the elephant goes toot, ducks and quack, and fish go blub, and the seal goes ow, 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 but there's no sound that no one knows. 
going to be heads or tails on Sunday. I don't know. What the fuck, babe? We need to generate more than zero points to win games. They had always that, you know, we were going to try to monitor. Tayo, Fabulze, ankle, limited, questionable. And digging holes, tiny paws up the hill. Suddenly you're standing still. Your fur is red, so beautiful, like an angel in disguise. But if you meet a friendly host, will you communicate by more? They were short some guys, we were short some guys, and that's the National Football League. What the fuck, say? Sometimes winning can be exciting. either a carnival after you win or it's a crisis after you lose. I don't really look at football players in terms of like cars. I've always had the philosophy when you stop learning, you stop living. I don't really recall the end of the first half. Things do change. Uh, one thing that's constant is there is change, but uh, I don't anticipate changes. Tell us about Bear Jones and is he ready if he needs to be? Um, you know, right now he's on a practice squad. Right. Yeah. I mean, ready for ready? what? Turn down for what? Turn down for what? Oh, it took a turn there at the end. I forgot about that. Yenning. Barrett Jones. Alabama? Uh, yes. Yes. He was uh, uh, McCarron's center. He was AJ McCarron when they beat when they beat uh, LSU head coach Brian Kelly in Notre Dame and. Hey now. 
the national championship game that I covered. That game lasted about five minutes. It was a fun one. Uh, uh, John Fox, everybody. Just the gift that kept on giving. Do you think John Fox knows where the Ys are? Ooh. Man, Did he just, hide them in Hallis Hall somewhere before he left? <laughs> Did he ever have them? Remember all the uh, sayings that they put on the walls down yeah. that hallway? Oh, yeah. I was just thinking when about that. Fox came in. And then they put a, um, my favorite thing. This is, this is true. They put a, um, like, little slots. And they were supposed to put the wins, like a picture <laughs> from the victories. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were supposed to stack up down the hallway. But, like, they never more, won more than, what was it, six games was yeah. the most? One year it was three, right? <laughs> yeah. Three pictures. And, and then maybe there was a five in there. Like, so, it'd be, like, December. And there's, like, two of two of the slots are filled. I'm like, this is the hallway the players walk down every day. <laughs> Take down slots. Well, if that one really worked out. Uh, and later. I think one of the saints, and there was the best availability, or the best ability is availability. <laughs> If, if I he's not right. wrong, he's not wrong, but I, listen, Foxy used to be the one to say, you know, you you are what your record says you are. Yeah, yeah. And his record was Bad. what, it, well, yeah, was what it was. So, all right. Well, we had to we had to reminisce about John Fox a little bit. Um, and then there was the, the uh, we actually heard this in the open, the hot dog laden press conference uh, press box. Because we saw Alshon Jeffrey open, but... Uh, Brian Hoyer. Did not. That's how we should set this up. So it was, uh, the Bears were playing in Indy. Brian Hoyer was the quarterback. It was a close game in the fourth quarter. It came down to the end, and uh, Alshon Jeffrey got wide open in the secondary. And Brian Hoyer was in some pressure, if I remember right, and he just never saw him. And I don't remember what he did, if he got sacked or threw the ball away or threw it somewhere else. Maybe you guys remember. I think he threw but somewhere he else. Did not go to Alshon Jeffrey, and the Bears lost the game. Yes. I think Hoyer threw for like three ninety nine in that game, too. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, Cam Meredith had a big game that day. Um, that press box is one of the highest in the NFL. And I don't think there was yeah. actually hot dogs in it that day. I want to say that the Bears actually put out hot dogs the next day, or not the next game. Yeah, and then the next game, and then the next game, and then the next game, that and is then the next game. This season. <laughs> And then now that's all we get. Hot dogs. The curse of it's, John Fox. It's the tinfoil hot dogs. Facts only. All right, so here's the exchange with uh, with John Fox. Uh, I think it was this the following Monday. It wasn't post-game. It was back at Hal's Hall, I believe. Uh, am I right, or is this post-game? I don't know. Here it is. It could have been an option. You know, I don't know that uh, it can be super critical. I think you know when you're out there playing quarterback, it looks a little different than when you're up in a press box uh, you know, having hot dogs. To you as a coach, does that illustrate the difference between Hoyer and Cutler? Well, I'm not going to get into all this. You know, as far as differences between two guys, uh, you know, I just think that you know it would have been an option that. Um, you know, had we had the, the coolness of the hot dog laden press box, we <laughs> might, might have gone there. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, he was open. He was open from that film I just looked at too. <laughs> so, so that was the best part. Was that 
after all of that, he admitted what the whole point was, that he was open. Yeah. Yeah. By the um, way, uh, Hoyer was 33 of 43 for 397, two touchdowns, no picks. Wow. I think Jordan Howard had a big game that day, too. Um, yeah. I, 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 listening back to that, it seems to me that John Fox heard the laughter and his first hot dog joke, then he doubled down with the hot dog laden. I mean, it's just amazing phrasing. Hot dog laid in press box. <laughs> Never before have <laughs> those two words been combined. <laughs> you know, if, if this now was it lives year, on this podcast forever. If this was 2019, I could make the joke that the reason we get hot dogs every single week now in the press box is because they're still paying John Fox a salary. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. I mean, he's coming with fire again, Adam. Um, yeah, that is the great irony in all this, right? Is now the press box at Soldier Field is literally hot dog laden every single Sunday. <laughs> like we're gonna get hot dogs again on Sunday. Not that we're complaining about getting the free food, but I'm complaining about the free food. <laughs> I just saw Jimmy Kemsky, Philadelphia Eagles reporter, put up his updated uh, press box spread rankings. And uh, Jimmy Kemsky, I, they have not been at Soldier Field this year, and the Eagles do not come here because I believe Soldier Field would rank 33rd out of. 32 teams. See, I, I yeah. feel like people don't like, like, now you're just getting a bunch of reporters, sports reporters complaining about the, the food that's available in the press box. But I think everybody has a passion about food. And the yeah, spreads. Free food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spreads at Soldier Field, which used to, you know, be make your own meatball sandwich or make your own burger bar, right? And stuff like that. Um, there used to be like French fries. There used to be breakfast in it. Um, and the stuff they're putting out at other stadiums across the league, um, uh, I, I think Bears fans would be disappointed in what their organization is doing. When, when so, the Packers literally have carving stations. Yeah, yeah. Although, although the the word from Green Bay right now, the the uh, the reports out of Green Bay are that because uh, of COVID, they have yeah. changed dramatically what's going on there with the food. You know, here's what the great thing about this press bo- this uh, podcast is not this press box. Um, you know, our our listeners like we talk about our lives on here too, and, and I think they are and not everybody. I'm sure there's there's a handful of people listening to this right now. Like we don't care about what food free food you get in the press box. Fine, I get it. Nobody wants to hear that. I understand. Um, but some people actually do. Is I guess my point because uh, you know they they care about. Our experiences and our travels, which is another thing we're about to talk about here, some of our fun travels. But um, so when we go to SoFi Stadium, and by the way, this actually we could tie into stuff that actually does matter. I don't know how much the press box food matters, but when the Bears, I tweeted this when we got to SoFi in week one. When you walk in that stadium, if you are a team, and remember, this is before the announcement came out that actually were buying Arlington Heights. And not the whole suburb. They might as well at this point. But Arlington Park, how do you walk in that press box, have that experience, stadium, press box, whatever, you have that experience at SoFi Stadium, your takeaway is not, oh, yeah, we're good at Soldier Field. Yeah, we're, you know. They had uh, a candy bar. Literal, like, jumbo size. Yeah. I mean, we're stuffing it in our bags for our kids when we get home. <laughs> Yeah, so sometimes I like I relate to the media experience can be very telling in terms of what the fan experience is, right? 
So if we're if we're getting craft food, I imagine there's a bunch of other craft food around the building. <laughs> right. Like well, the Minnesota Vikings have an omelet station. Oh, the Vikings. Yes. An omelet station. There's a potato bar. There's I think the uh, the only thing worse every other Sunday at Soldier Field and the Bears offense is the halftime spread. He's just throwing on him. He's just firing away at him. And it's it and I wouldn't you know put it past this them. That's why to, we couldn't compete with the Chicago football podcast. Yeah. It's, we had to buy him out. He opened this podcast with backhanded compliments, Kevin, and that was just another. <laughs> I'm here for I it. I did actually. Yo, I for real, and I actually I sideswiped John so hard at the beginning. He told me I sucked. <laughs> I was trying to compliment him for how much better he's gotten on this podcast over the years, and it just came off like, dude, you were awful in year one. <laughs> Which was not the case, because I... Totally was like we're I don't know we're five episodes into it or whatever it was and I was like buddy I need a I need a, a co-host you're the guy I would have done that if you sucked. It's like uh, quarterbacks you hope they get better over time right? No, don't care. Ah, they usually they usually don't. Not here, so, Johns. You're you're <laughs> like you're the you're the Josh Allen of no. the, uh, the podcast. Oh, um. You know, the only thing our voicemail segment was missing was Ryan Pace. He's been a part of this podcast since 2016. Um, and, uh, you know, we're trying to debate what we really need to dig up from the archives to play. But we thought that this uh, this would be good. The first time we talked to Ryan Pace, he's joined us yearly since 2016 on the podcast, which we great, greatly appreciate. Um was in New England when the Bears practiced against the Patriots in 2016. And um, we did an interview with them right after practice, outside the practice field. You can hear the noise in the background. Um, We sat there. We talked to them. This is not the whole interview, obviously, but it is a portion. And we thought this might be interesting to play, not only because it's the first interview we did with him, but also what the conversation was like as, remember, they're coming off year one with John Fox. Was that the year they went 6-10? and I think yes. it was. Yes. yes. Like there there was those, a little bit of optimism. Five of those wins were on the road. Including San Diego. Great trip. Thanksgiving in Green Bay. When Kyle Long called me out for some pregame tweet I had, like, I think bashing both teams. It's okay. I deserved it. Not as good as my uh, call he, out. No, no. Yours was uh, just calling out a great victory. Here is uh, here's the some highlights from the original, the first Ryan Pace interview in 2016. You've now had a year and a half, a little bit over a year and a half, to kind of settle in here with this franchise, understand the fan base, understand the history. Do you think it's important for the Chicago Bears to kind of have their own unique identity as you build this team up? I think so. You know, John and I talk about it all the time, and it, it starts with his message to the team, but it also with the player, type of players we acquire. So the number one thing that comes to mind is toughness, you know, and I, there's been an emphasis on that, and I think you're seeing it, and toughness and intelligence. Those are the two things that we're stressing and, uh, and we'll continue to stress. But when you think about Chicago Bears having an identity, it starts with that on both sides of the ball. So part of the – you don't want to see a lot of fights. You don't want to see a lot of pushing and shoving, guys grabbing each other's helmets, but 
the sense I get from these players is that's part of their toughness, the, the edge they want to bring. They can't help it all the time. So Harold Jones Cordy yeah. takes a hit of Julian Edelman. He wants to be physical, but that's his toughness coming out. That's, Adam, that's the edge that like he plays with. And I think for us, and John said this, we'd rather be pulling them back than having to push them. So you want a little bit of edge. You want some aggressiveness. We just got to be smart about it, you know? And I, and I think we will be. But I but I like the toughness, especially with our front right now, that you see out here, and hopefully that will continue. Let's, let's talk about the offensive line a little bit. I think that's been a big story in camp. Obviously, it, it was a huge bummer to lose Hironis Kasu the, the way he did and all the work he had put in the offseason to put on weight. He looked a lot better early on in camp. I, I, we hear it every day about Matt Slauson and, and letting him go back in the spring. How do you feel about your offensive line depth right now? And, and I get it when I hear those questions. I definitely see that perspective, but we feel good about it. I, you know, with Hironis, I feel bad for him personally because he had worked so hard, and you can see him making all these strides and getting better. So I just feel bad for him personally, but I know he's going to come back stronger than ever. But in regards to our offensive line, you know, once we acquired Massey, allowing Kyle to go back inside, you know, Ted Larson, who we, who we really like, and he's a versatile player, and we draft Whitehair. I feel good about the line. It's a young group right now that's, that's gelling, but in a lot of ways I think that's a good thing. I think it's a young group that's going to gel. They're all working hard. That cohesiveness is kind of being established, and we're really excited about that group going forward. Again, going back to this physical play, this toughness, and this character you want to bring to this team, How do you? what have you learned about changing the character of this team? How, how, how are you doing it? You know, inside. I mean, what are some of the visual, the visual, the tangible points that we could see? Yeah, I think Adam, it's it starts with what Coach Fox is 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 preaching to the team every day, but it has to, it really has to be the type of players we're acquiring. So that's why our, our scouting process is so important to find out about these guys, to find out about their makeup, uh, their football intelligence, uh, their their durability, their toughness, and those are key things because. You know, when we bring guys in, and I feel that way about the last two draft classes, is those guys possess those qualities. And the more we keep on stacking those on top of each other, the more the culture changes. Well, the, the people that take care of these fields over here might blow us out of here. Uh, but before we let you go, Alshon Jeffrey, Kevin White, kind of on a nice string here, having them out on the practice field. They looked really good yesterday. How much of that was due to Larry Mayer, though, throwing, throwing them passes during individual drills? You know, if, I, if, if you ask me, like, who's probably been the surprise standout of our training camp. And it, to me, it's easy. It's Larry Mayer. And, uh, you know, we're, we're evaluating our backup quarterback situation. He's the guy that surfaced recently, so it's going to be a hard decision for us. I would say, though, there's some concerns about his character and his work ethic <laughs> that you have to take in mind here. I'm also worried about his conditioning, like later in games. You know, I don't, I don't know if he can handle that. Yeah. He likes his chicken parmesan. That's, that's his, he doesn't vary things up on the – on the road that's that's his go-to meal whatever wherever he goes is, is chicken parmesan <laughs> we'll provide that on the sidelines <laughs> well he always knows what time dinner is we know that ryan thanks so much for joining us we really appreciate it. it's good catching up with you and uh good luck in tomorrow night's game against the patriots even though it's preseason game thanks. i really appreciate it thanks guys see it always comes back to the food you only Man, played bro. that for the for the larry part right i, I forgot about I, I, how I, I, I again everything we've been playing today, Kevin. We haven't heard. I I uh, I didn't know that that was at the end. I mean, that really should have been all we played. Yeah, from the interview. Yeah, um, I I remember receiving like text messages from people who worked for the Bears, thinking how <laughs> hilarious that that was at the, at the end. We Larry, we love you. Um, you've been the punching bag <laughs> on this podcast for a little bit, but uh, 
Uh, that's some good it's, stuff right there. It's an unbelievable upset that we never saved that and kept playing it over and over again. Yeah. Now that I think about it. I kind of forgot it happened. But it's true because they were that Larry was on the sidelines. He was playing Literally. catch with the receivers. Like they were he was I, I was joking for a while that he was the the assistant wide receivers coach. Yeah. Because it was like a daily occurrence. He would help warm up the wideouts. Or like in between drills, like during special teams work, he'd be throwing them passes. <laughs> Remember that trip to, to, to New England? Like Alshon Jeffrey and Kevin White had good days against the Patriots. Really good days. I don't remember that. Yeah. How things change. So, um, all right. Well, we do appreciate Ryan Pace's contributions to the podcast and uh, that amazing clip regarding Larry Mayer. That uh, I forgot. You know, Larry used to give us like nightly reports on the food in Bourbon A. Because remember, he got to go to dinner, the team dinners. We did not. We had our we had our fun outings as a group, but then Larry would be like, "Oh yeah, man, they had lobsters." <laughs> I was going to mention the lobster. They, they, apparently, they had lobster like every night because that's what Larry texted us. Lobster again tonight, guys. Oh, thanks, yeah. Larry. Which, in hindsight, was probably just a joke. Yeah, we're bricks doing it's again. Pro- probably tinfoil hot dogs. Yeah. No, ONU kept. Oh, the yeah. ONU food was okay. They had a stir fry bar, sandwich bar, salad bar. Always had pizza. Always I like had grilled the cold, chicken. The cold sandwich deli after those hot practices was clutch. I remember that. All right. Um, we also had a chance to sit down with both Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy in Arizona, if you remember, which was the last owner's meetings. Isn't that insane? Was it really? Yeah, because that was 2019, and then they got canceled in 2020. And then I think they were virtual again this past year. So, stuff like that bums me out, actually, yeah, thinking yeah. about it. It was at the Arizona Biltmore in the courtyard yeah. between where actually the meetings were and the, the actual hotel. Yeah, we're not going to play a clip from that, but um, that was a another good memory that we had, that Arizona trip, especially because it's kind of like our last... Our last, uh, like, we don't have the combine anymore. We at least got the combine in 2020. But see, see, people watching this on YouTube, uh, they see our backgrounds. Like, he's in his office. I do mine in my dining room. Um, don't realize that we used to do this podcast in all sorts of crazy places, like mm-hmm. hallways, um, um, an actual storage closet at Hallis Hall. <laughs> That was the ultimate uh, record podcast room. Yeah, you got to do a radio yeah. hit. You go into the storage closet like that. I haven't been in the closet in a long time. They've put more and more chairs and crap in there over the past couple of years. I think to weed everybody out. But I have not been in there in a while. No, no. From the um, the coat room down at the PNC Center, a couple of recordings down there. Oh uh, yeah, hotel rooms in Bourbon A, um, the library outside the library in Bourbon A. Um, Hogan, I recorded one uh, from our hotel room in London. Yeah. That was the next thing we were going to bring up was London. Because that was a trip that, uh, I mean, it had its challenges, not only for the Chicago Bears, but for the podcast as well. Um, just the fact that you had to do the podcast, Kevin, to begin with. Here's a, here's a clip. I think this is from the beginning of that episode. 
Much different situation, though, here in London for us. Uh, Adam Johns might be dead. He might be, but I think he's just, we'll call him inactive. He's an unhealthy scratch. That is the voice of Kevin Fishbane, who is filling in for Adam Johns, who neither of us have seen. You traveled with him here, have not seen him. Thankfully, so, I was many rows behind him in the plane oh. and refused to sit next to him on the train or the Uber uh, as to preserve my own health. Um, but he is, I can confirm he is in London. I can confirm he's in our hotel and he's feeling better. Ooh, good. Okay. So he's on the, uh, as Matt Nagy would say, arrow up. Arrow up. Arrow up. So he's, he's probably, he's likely to play on Sunday. He did play on Sunday. That was, there's nothing your arrow, like. Your arrow up was much better than Tevin Jenkins' arrow up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Th- th- that yes. was. Um, Transatlantic flight from Chicago to London where the stomach flu that was ravaging my house for a week finally caught up to good old dad three hours into a flight over the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> See, you should have planned that better. You 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 should have just like bitten the bullet. I tried. In the week. Like like yeah. I tried. <laughs> I can't make myself <laughs> sick. And then I start taking all these probiotics. Like I just got to beat this now. Like if, if it's around, if it's in me, I, I got to beat it. It doesn't want to come out. Like everybody oh. in my house had gotten it. For me, it happens actually after watching uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, sitting two rows behind NFL Network. Stacy Dales is is when the. <laughs> the but you, um, you bounced back in time to meet some loyal listeners. I did. Later, I did. Yes. Yes. That was fun. Because we recorded that Friday. Um, we had some other challenges going on. The I lost my bag. I didn't lose it. American Airlines lost my bag. Um, and I didn't have... So I believe... So Friday morning, we were recording that, Kevin. I'm in the same clothes that I left in Wednesday evening in Chicago. Um, and I was going to run out and buy something like literally whatever store I could find to um, go to practice. So I wasn't wearing like, I think I had a Northwestern sweatshirt on and sweatpants. Um, And then I think we were 30 minutes into the podcast, Kevin. And I realized I wasn't recording. (laughs) Yes. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. So we had to re-record it. Which is not the only time that that's happened. No, I want to say no. it's only happened like two or three times, but that was one of them, and yeah. that was probably the worst. I think at that point I was just throwing my hands up in the air, and I was like, "Come on, yeah, we, we yeah, what else could go wrong on this trip?" Lost in London, the the, the lost tapes of the Hogan Johns podcast. Listeners will never yes. know what happened in those thirty minutes. We've had well, we had one of those last week too, for different oh, reasons. Oh, there but. is a wacky <laughs> Tuesday podcast that no one will ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> um. And, but you're right. Uh, everybody rallied by Saturday night. John's, you were at the bar. Um, right. Now that that would not fly in today's COVID world. I mean, you would not have passed COVID protocols. I don't think. I, I had a couple of beers too. Hell, for they all would- we knew, you had COVID. This was October 2019. I mean, it may have been going around our London already. No, it was a stomach, no, no, stomach, it was a stomach bug. bug. But yeah, we. Uh, that was awesome. That was one of the many. Uh, 
get-togethers we've had with our listeners. You heard Bob Dabrowski earlier in the podcast mention the, the live shows. we got to get back to doing those. In fact, I, I should say, if there is a venue out there right now that wants to have us, hit us up. We can DMs, organize this, yeah. Whatever. Uh, let overdue. us know. We find, find us a place. We, should, we are overdue for one of those. But one of them, we didn't even do a show. We had originally tried to do a show in London. The logistics of it got kind of wacky and crazy. Um, and then so we ended up just meeting getting together and having beers, which is probably even better uh, that night. So that was cool. That was better. And that was a, that was a long day because I, I went to a Fulham soccer game that day. Well, you guys did do that. Yeah. I was recuperating. Was, yeah. So, um, all right, Kevin, I know you got to get out of here, but uh, we did have the Abbey Road experience too, the three of us together the Sunday before the game. So when it was all said and done, it was a fun trip. We got over, we got through our challenges. And Listen, we had a much better trip than the Bears defense. Man. He's got the joke shot. <laughs> it's like the fifth one. Fifth I mean, one. Especially uh, Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks, if you want to go even further. Oh. Akeem Hicks' elbow did not have a good trip to London. Oh. No, no. I think... Uh, and, Khalil Mack is still getting triple teamed. Yeah. And then uh, who was the uh, Kevin Pierre-Lewis? Yeah, he had the roughing the uh, Hunter, which should point out as we talk about guys, and and, I think we've talked about this in the show about players talking to media. That's a guy who stood in front of his locker that night in London. I don't know if anybody heard that. Everything's fine in my house, (laughs) I think. Go check (laughs) on that. There's a lot going on in my house right now. Could have been your son. Uh, (laughs) Khalil Mack heard what he said about (laughs) the Bears' defense in London. He's now banging down the door. That was actually, if we if we know from experience about Akeem Hicks on uh, radio shows, that might have been him uh, barging in after uh, what you just said about his elbow there. Oh, but uh, anyways, Kevin Pierre Lewis stood up in front of the media after that uh, that game. But you know, it's funny because I think if we if we talk about road trips and experiences and live shows. I think a lot of this is we ha- generally have a lot more fun doing what we do sometimes than the Bears do because we've it's covered true. some, no, covered no, some bad yeah. teams. But we, we, you know, we, we're football. very fortunate to get to do what we do and uh, very fortunate to be a part of this. And uh, I, I think I always think back to that. I walked by Houndstooth last week on my way to oh, the yeah. uh, Northwestern Purdue Wrigley game. And I thought back to, you know, Adam Hogue sitting there calling out 13 and 3. I'm glad you and, brought uh, that And everyone was pretty excited that night. You know, I was just trying to, you know, God forbid, be positive for once about this football team. But again, I got burned. We, we had fun that season. We still enjoyed ourselves for the most part. Uh, I think my prediction was 11 and 5. So, yeah. But actually, I will say that the flip side of this is 2018 was probably the most fun that we've all had yeah, covering this yeah. team. So. We'll always take that over the. Uh, Funny how that works when the team's winning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It must be nice to cover the Packers. We even get good food in the, in the press box when they're uh, winning. A couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Cap. Before you get out of here, do you have a fa- uh, favorite drop? You guys had one like two weeks ago that I had to mute myself because I was laughing so hard. Oh my God! What two was weeks it? Ago. Yeah, it was a. Uh, was it the uh, Johns dropping the f bomb? No, but that's a good one. No, it was some. Uh, 
Something from a press conference. I don't know. I, I would probably... A, a recent know. press conference? Might have been. No, because it was one of the... like one that I Maybe it was Pernell McPhee. It was something that I definitely forgot about until you played it, and I was dying. It was so great. Oh, this one? All right, so two words, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um, Hall of Fame. Two words. It might yep, have been that, that one. Even if it wasn't that one, we'll call it that one. I missed that, that guy. Yeah, we talked about him a few weeks ago. It's before one of the Bears-Packers games. Uh, all right, Kevin, appreciate you. Always been a big part of this thing. Thank you for jumping on today, as uh, you usually do. As always, Kevin. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys, and thank you for giving me my 30 seconds Northwestern over the years, and they unfortunately don't didn't deserve it this season, so we're not going to give it whoa, to whoa, them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, first of all, we've given you 15 seconds, not 30. I've, I've and, taken liberties. Uh, would you like to discuss in 15 seconds the, um, I believe it was termed, Shuffle's coaching staff in the press release? 15 seconds on Northwestern. Um, field hockey, national champions. Can't take that away from us. Go Cats. You are field hockey school now. Congrats. All right, Kevin Fishman, everybody. Thanks, guys. There he is. All right. Um, we should wrap things up. This has been good. It's been fun. A little bit longer than usual, but I, I think we've enjoyed ourselves. Hopefully, the uh, listeners have, too. Um, do you have a fan? What's your favorite drop? My favorite drop? Hmm. There's too many. I enjoy all the Fox ones. Um, they still get a good chuckle out of me, even like he, the guy who coordinates all three. The random Mike Lennon's nose. You know, I'm not um, an office coordinator. I'm not a defense coordinator. I'm not a special teams coordinator, but I coordinate all three. I referenced you, uh, that. I believe you quoted that. Yeah, but not like your rec- <laughs> I, I just like wrote it. As John Fox like once said. yesterday. <laughs> yes, I did. In a story on The yes, Athletic. Yes, so, so that one always strikes um, strikes home with me. Um and uh, Carlos Santos. Classic right there. The Mike See, Lennon the ones note. that really stand out to me are the ones that like hit me when they happen. Like before they even appear on the podcast. Like when I hear them in a press conference. Like Dal Loggins and JJ Stankovitz. Yes. That's a good one too. I don't know if I have that uh right here though. But yes, that's I know what you're talking about when he when he said, uh, oh, here it is. You know, we're trying to expand his package. Has he struggled with expanding his package? I mean, it's good too easy. It's too easy. I mean, it's, it's a good follow-up. It's too easy. It's too easy. Um, yeah, there's been so many. So many. Uh, some penis and cracker jam. What else you got? Keep going. Well, how about when Lovey Smith... Because I think this was this was a podcast time. Lovey Smith, he's the head coach of the uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers now at this point. And we used to we don't do these anymore, but we used to have these weekly conference calls with the opposing head coach. And we started doing this bit as a media group. I think it started with Rich Campbell because I think they start. I think Rich Rich used to cover cover the the Washington team, and um, I think they started this there. So he brought it over when he came to Chicago and we would do this like kind of a very, 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 very enthusiastic greeting to kind of catch the coach off guard. And uh, this was probably the best one, especially because it was Lovey Smith, a guy who we had all covered and knew. Hey, 
Lovey, how you doing? Hey, Lovey. Hey, Lovey. Hey, Lovey. Hey, Lovey. <laughs> How's everybody doing? <laughs> Lovey. Lovey, I remember doing that. Uh, there's been That's so many. There's been so many. Um, we tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back. That's just one of my favorite ones ever. Yeah. Oh, it has nothing to do with the Bears, but it's just good to play. Yeah. So. And then we got the newer ones. What a waste of time training camp was, guys. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have my sneeze still in there. The sneeze oh, is, is, is from the first season. The sneeze. I do have it somewhere. I don't know if I have it queued up here, though. But you just, because you, you, you sneezed multiple times while we were recording. Yeah. Yeah. That's again. Now, at least I think you have the ability to mute yourself, I which do. you didn't back then. No, no, yeah. there was none of that. So those became drops. This year's been a good year for drops. Juan Castillo has provided. Yep. Yeah, although we had to eliminate some of the. Hello? Kent's got his audio open. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a fun ride, my friend. 500. Uh, the one we used to always have fun with. I have to bring this up because we this happened last night. So uh, people started getting Kyle Fuller's name wrong like every single week. Oh, yeah. And Kendall Fuller delivering for the Bears defense. Kendall Fuller is best when he's off and can break on the football. Somebody called him Kurt. Fuller. Kurt Fuller is my favorite one. Uh, yeah. Like I understand confusing Kyle and Kendall, they're brothers, but just calling him Kurt was the best. Uh, last night, um, Kendall was called Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> I hate calling reporters out for this because it's hard and it happens, and I'm sure I've done it too. Um, but it, it was only a thing for me because so Lisa Salters is interviewing Taylor Heineke after the game last night when Washington beat Seattle. And the game ended on Kendall Fuller's interception on a two-point conversion that prevented overtime and clinched the game for Washington. So she's interviewing Taylor Heineke, who's on the same team. And she makes the mistake, which again happens. She calls uh, Kendall Kyle. First to him as Kyle Fuller. And then Taylor Heineke, we should have pulled this, but Taylor Heineke also calls him Kyle in his answer. Which is just that's good, but if, his answer was crazy too because it was like, uh, yeah, Kyle's been working really hard. Uh, it's about time you got one of those. It was like, what? It's about time. <laughs> it's about time. Jesus. <laughs> My, I mean, if he was maybe he was maybe he was literally talking about Kyle. Mark, Kyle's not had a great season. Mark Trustman used to get the reporters' names wrong, and for the longest mm. time, he called our good friend Kevin Fishbane Kent. And I got a kick out of it every single time. That's a good question, Ken. <laughs> he got a lot of, that's a good question, Ken. Um, yeah. he, he once referred to David Haw. He liked Kevin, too. Yes, but he called him Ken. He just, not enough to know his name. <laughs> no, no. He called he called David Haw, uh, former of the Chicago Tribune, now 670 to score. Uh, Jeff Dickerson, one time. Yeah, he got those two mixed up yeah, all multiple time. times. All the time. All yeah. the time. I can see the resemblance, but. Not too much, but <laughs> you're not listening, Chris. Another classic, another classic. Yeah. The, the Zoom is did provide. Castillo. I would say, like as much as I hated going into the Zoom world, 
they did provide some unique exchanges with between coach and reporter. And of course, the well, there infamous was a, yeah press conference with McCaskey and Phillips. Yes, that that that, that one too. Have we gotten the quarterback situation completely right? No. Have we won enough games? No. Everything else is there. I cited that quote in my column the other day too. Mike Glenn, no drop. Yeah. You just did the whole uh you just did the whole soundboarding. Yeah. Get it all in there. It's like really weird. I was reading this and then all of a sudden it was like, Where's our friend Patrick Finley? Uh where where's our friend Patrick Finley? Like that's a weird thing to put in a column. I think we haven't won enough under the leadership of George McCaskey, and that's what we're working on. Well, he had another one. What was the other one that George had? Um, he misspoke on something. Oh, uh, our Fran. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to welcome our friends. And anybody who's listening, like we just have fun, you know. John that's Fox may, may hate us, sure, you know, but that was without him becoming a. An invaluable part of the soundboard. We're having fun. Football should be fun. We hey, when you cover this team, you yeah, you better you find a way to try to have fun sometimes. Yeah, you got to have a sense of humor, and we we that's why we rip on ourselves just as much all the time. Yeah, Adam told me you I sucked. To. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, well, that wasn't that was not a joke. That actually was just the truth. But <laughs> age like really good, Adam. Line. Do your research. All right. Uh, thank you for everybody. Seriously, all the listeners, all the people that uh, have allowed us to have fun, too. Uh, Larry Mayer, Vic Fangio. I'd like to see him get his hands on more balls. John Fox, Matt Nagy. Juan Castillo. Uh, Josh Sitton. Oh, yeah. See, the problem is I don't. Um, I had to change the soundboard, which was a good thing I did because the old one doesn't work anymore. So yeah. some of this stuff I don't have loaded up anymore. I still have it, but it's not like bam, got it. So I apologize for that. But we're getting there. We got new things. We got new things that we got to get going. Um. Anyway, I guess we didn't get very much any Bears talk, but quite frankly, um. They're, they're a touchdown dog coming into their uh, <laughs> return to Soldier Field. Cardinals are pretty good. Seven and a half now, I believe. Seven and a half. Yeah. Cardinals are the number one seed currently in the NFC. It's going to be a tough one, everybody. It's going to be tough. We will be back Thursday, breaking it down as we always do. Preview episode, Bears, Cardinals. We'll get you everything you need to know. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, are they going to play this week? The Bears are going to catch another break. Seems like those guys are probably back after the bye, but it's still early in the week. Roquan Smith status, Justin Fields status. There's a lot to get to. It's still only Tuesday. It is a game um, on Sunday at Soldier Field. The Bears are wearing their orange uniforms this week. Don't know why they didn't wear those on Halloween when they literally had a game on Halloween at home, but... uh, so they're gonna play them. They're gonna wear their orange unis this week against the Cardinals. Um, you know the old Chicago Cardinal rivalry. Yeah, that old one for for whatever that's worth. <laughs> I think Larry Mayer covered the Chicago Cardinals. Hey now, that. old joke. Old, old joke. joke. <laughs> oh, we're not too far from those. No. Probably fire some off. Yeah, our, our gray hairs have increased since 2015. Oh boy. Yes, 
Especially me. My goodness. Uh, all right. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. You can read me at NBCSportsChicago.com. I do have a new 10 Bears things up. So all the football stuff, you can still get that there, NBCSportsChicago.com. Johns, he's got those thoughts and those quotes from the soundboard and all that stuff and his five observations uh, from yesterday on theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. Go subscribe if you're not already. Please hit us up on YouTube. Check out the channel. Subscribe. Hit the notifications. Uh, sometimes we do go live as we did on Wacky Tuesday. So have that ready to go. Then you automatically know when we're going to do it. Um, and thank you for everybody calling in. You might see us if you're on YouTube right now. I got the sweatshirt on, the Walking Bear sweatshirt. You got the classic bear, beer drinking football guys. Um Another reference to the intentional grounding days. We probably should have brought back more of our opens. Could do like a whole podcast just on the opens. But um, those have been great. And again, we thank Ernie. We thank Kent. You guys have been amazing. We thank Mike Jacobson. We thank Joe Romano. Everybody who's helped this podcast throughout the years. Um, There's been a lot of great people. Mark Carmen filling in. Hosting us on the radio because we can't do it. Everybody who listens. It wouldn't work without without the listeners. Um, these sweatshirts, t-shirts, by the way, what I was going to say, obviousshirts.com, I heard they were just flying on their Black Friday sale. So thank you for everybody that picks them up. It's the last day, by the way. It's November 30th. Last day that these will uh, benefit the 22Q Family Foundation for the month of November. And we'll do it again in the future, but that was for November, and today's the last day of November. So there's still time today to go get these and help out the 22Q Family Foundation. So if you're listening today, please do that. We appreciate you so much. These should be shipping out soon. I know they were. So many were ordered. They went back in stock. They had to pre-order more. So promise you obvious shirts will get them to you uh, as soon as possible they've had a busy weekend with their black friday sale and uh, we appreciate the support the hats are up too which i'm sure you'll see soon on this podcast thank you to everyone john z i always ask you this any final thoughts nope thank you everyone no see you that's what you're supposed to say thank you see you